Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. I am so happy to be with you again after a long period of absence because of the coronavirus. But I want to speak about a wonderful experience I had on Pentecost Sunday, which was the first time that I was able to offer a public Mass since Ash Wednesday. Of course, there were all sorts of protections we had to take, but it was marvelous being able to return to public worship, especially at a time when our worship and our prayer is so important. We seem over the past three months to have been going from one crisis to another, and even in some cities, a disruption to a breakdown. But when I was celebrating Mass on that Pentecost Sunday, I noticed something very important about the scriptural readings and something that many people miss. Of course, the first reading was taken from the Acts of the Apostles. It's a description of that very famous scene of the disciples gathered in the upper room when the Holy Spirit, as Jesus had promised, descended upon them under the form of tongues of fire. But I wonder if you notice that the Gospel reading, taken from the Gospel of John, speaks of another descent of the Holy Spirit that occurred on the very day of resurrection, when our Lord made that first appearance among his disciples. And he breathed out the Holy Spirit upon them. And this breathing out of the Holy Spirit, and it is something we celebrate on the Feast of Pentecost, is a sign of the completion of the ministry of Jesus Christ on this earth. That with the fulfillment of the promise to send another advocate, a Holy Spirit, The work of Jesus Christ in historical time has been completed. And now that work is going to be entrusted through the power of the Holy Spirit to his church, which is now the body of Christ in every time and every place. And when the disciples turned, I think, in that upper room, and recognize the risen Lord, and as our Lord breathed out the Spirit upon them, particularly a gift of peace was promised. You may have noticed that in that gospel passage from John, actually Jesus gives the greeting, Peace be with you, not once, but twice, actually three times later when Thomas is present at another meeting. Peace be with you. And this is the first gift of the Spirit when that Spirit is joyfully received. And we might ask, how is that gift of the peace, the peace that is beyond all other understanding, how is it realized? Well, as we read within the 
gospel passage from John and really throughout the gospels, that the Spirit grants us peace by giving us the power to recognize the true presence of the risen Lord. That our Lord, before he ascended into heaven, made another promise, that he would be with his disciples throughout all the ages. And this gift of the Holy Spirit allowed those disciples gathered in the upper room to recognize the risen Lord, and in fact, as St. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians, which was a part of which was our second reading, no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. And that recognition of the risen Lord, not only as he appeared on that first day to his disciples, but how he is present throughout the history of his body, the church. And in recognizing the presence of Jesus Christ in his word and in his sacraments, we knowing that he is with us always is really the foundation of our peace, that all manner of thing will be well in that presence of Christ. But then also, not only did he greet the disciples with peace, He gave them the power of forgiveness of sin. And the gift of of peace given by the Holy Spirit is realized also through forgiveness and reconciliation. Based in the understanding that in Jesus Christ all things can be restored and renewed. And it is in the power of the Holy Spirit that we come to base our lives in that extraordinary promise of the forgiveness of sins. And there is a third way by which the gift of peace from the Spirit is realized, and that is by accepting the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to understand and grasp the truth. And that takes me back to that scene in the upper room Uh, room uh, recorded for us by the Acts of the Apostles. That in that extraordinary and sometimes traumatic scene of the descent of the Holy Spirit in the form of tongues of fire, the sounding of the great wind, many people stop there in their reading of that passage. But as you read on, having received the gift of the Spirit, The disciples do not remain in the upper room in some sort of support group, exchanging views on how they felt when they received the Holy Spirit. No, they charged out of the room and into the streets of Jerusalem and began boldly to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. For that gift of the Spirit is the gift for mission. And it is giving us the ability to proclaim the truth with understanding, with courage, and commitment. And in this time of real challenge, not only from the civil disruption, but also from the pandemic through which we are living, there is a specific Christian response that could be a great gift in the Holy Spirit, to the world about us. First of all, 
think of those scenes from the Gospels in which Jesus comes to his disciples in that raging storm on the sea. When Jesus says to them, Do not be afraid, it is I. For in the Holy Spirit we know that Jesus Christ, risen and seated at the right hand of our Heavenly Father, is still among us. We ought to also offer prayer for the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, so that we might discern what is true from what is false, and be able to perform our mission, our mission at times of reconciliation, our mission at times of healing, with a real truthfulness and not with a false spirit. We know that the presence of violence and lawlessness is certainly not of Christ. But we also must know that peace is built on a maintenance of a just order. And it is in finding that just order through the wisdom of the Spirit and the presence of Jesus Christ that we might offer the world around us a true solution, but a great powerful hope. And I want to conclude by just reading the passage from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians, which was the reading of, uh, for the Sunday Pentecost celebration. He says, Brothers and sisters, rejoice. Mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the holy ones greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you.